Perspective, aka PCP, for short. <laughs> That's what the aka is for. Y'all now rocking with <laughs> Poetic Soul and Meepster. Woo! This is episode one of one. Our pilot. Boop, 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 boop. You guys can't get this anywhere else. This is first edition, rare Charizard status. But you know we're gonna give you that young origin story, so you can see where we're coming from. And cue the music. Once upon a time, in the land of the Sherwood Forest, comes an awkward mage scattering around for pixie dust. Soon later, her fellow comrades introduce her to a talkative merchant who sold products before his time. From their conversations of culture, (laughs) far and wide, made them realize that they should start <laughs> a fucking podcast. Boom. I'm sorry. I ran out of breath, guys. And so, and so, and so we did. Whew, yes, we did. You, you good there? I am. I'm just, I can't wait till this makes money so we can buy, like, effects, because this ain't cutting it. <laughs> it's only our first episode. Yeah, yeah. It's getting. Okay. So, yeah, we started this real, real time, real now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wind down. <laughs> we started this podcast because Poetic Soul and I have many of the same interests, mm-hmm. such as anime, hi, movies, true, and music. Uh, gang, gang. <laughs> but we have two very different perspectives, and we see the world very differently. Mm-hmm. So the conversations that we have are just really interesting and can go on forever and ever. And ever, ever. Like an outcast song. Yeah. But, you know, now that we got that out the way, now that y'all know a little bit about Meepster and Poetic Soul, I just I just want to get to the nitty gritty. Like, what have you been doing, Meepster? For one, I know I've been drinking a lot of White Claws to the point where, like... And Trulies. True that. And Tito's Vodka. Just been drinking a lot, you know, and <laughs> all this, <laughs> all these cans and bottles and bottles and bottles of cans have actually accumulated to a good amount of money at those young recycling services. So Ooh. shout out to the people who, shout out to the essential workers, actually. Thank you guys. Yeah, for thank the world you. Running. But yeah, what have you been doing during this time? Um, I've been watching a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not TV. Now it's like stream shows. I've been streaming a lot of shows. And technically, isn't TV just like the TV? (laughs) Isn't TV just the TV? Like, I don't know. If you watch it on the screen, isn't that technically a television? Or is TV the substance of what you're watching? But I'm watching it on my laptop, so it'd be like I'm just watching my laptop. True. True. We'll we'll just say I've been streaming shows. Mm hmm. And the stro- the show, mm-hmm. the show I've been streaming is the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody Ooh, on so. Disney Plus. 
Plus, if it's Disney. Yes. And so when I was watching the first episode, I was, I was watching the pilot. Cause, mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my god, these kids are so young. But, and I feel so old. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Um, and so when I was watching the pilot, there's this character named Max. And she was, like, this little girl with pigtails, Mm -hmm. dancing. And I was like, hey, isn't that the white girl in Missy Elliott's music videos? The one from, what, um, what is it, Mike Super Short Show? Yeah. Oh, And then I was like, it is the girl from Missy Elliott's music videos. So, you know, I went on to the the YouTubes. Okay. And (laughs) um, I was watching all of Missy Elliott's old music videos Mm -hmm. which still look hella cool today and and then i started watching missy elliott's vma performance which was lit Mm -hmm. very lit Mm -hmm. that spaceship though out of this world yes (laughs) like i don't really say dope a lot but that shit was dope she doesn't say dope a lot unless she means like the actual dope yes that you can go jail for yes true so, yeah. So I I just started like researching Missy Elliott. Um, full disclaimer: like I didn't really listen to Missy Elliott when I was growing up, but I knew of her. Full disclaimer: I definitely did. Yes, this is where the different like perspectives comes in. There you go, bringing light to the world. You're not gonna experience it. And so yeah, I didn't really listen to her. <laughs> I didn't really listen to her when I was growing up. And because my parents wouldn't let me listen to rap because they're, they're low-key racist, you know, Asian parents. It was the 90s. She lives. She comes from the Bay. There was a lot of propaganda against black people. I understand. But it's funny because um, that 50 Cent album was, mm-hmm. the actual, was the first album that I bought with, like, my own money. The uh, Get Rich or Die Time? Yeah. Man, that was... <laughs> I didn't buy it, but I had it from bootleg. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know how. Like it was just you ever have albums just appeared in the nineties sometimes, I promise you. You'd have like the collection, that little thing that gives you you can hold like a bunch of songs yeah, that you on. The little book, right? Yeah, the little book thing. Yeah. I promise you. I never bought an album, but that thing was filled to the brim of like just songs <laughs> and CDs and I'm just like, Oh, what? Fifty Cent came out with an album? I'ma listen to this. Cause I love fifty cent. Bang bang. Yes. That's that's Candy my little shop. kid voice. Candy shop. Yeah. Okay. Candy shop wasn't on Get Rich or Die Trying. But we'll we'll sidetrack yeah. that. Oh, it was Magic Stick, sorry. I know. My bad. I my knew bad. Candy Shop wasn't on that because my cousin dated Olivia when she was recording that and Olivia is a singer for uh Candy Shop. Oh yeah, she's a female that's voice. cool. Yeah. You know so many like people. It's we live in Cali, man. That's true. Los Angeles. Yeah. So yeah, Missy Elliott is the dope. Ill plus ill. We understand that. But, but Sway, why does she matter to the community? My name's Meepster. That was a reference. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to give you a little, like, tidbit of Missy Elliott, if you didn't know Missy Elliott. So. The rundown. The. This is the Wikipedia uh, page infomercial of Missy Elliott. Except a little bit better than Wikipedia. Because it's Meepster. It's Meepsterpedia. Ooh. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Every time we give you guys that little anecdote at the beginning of uh, somebody's story, is we're just going to hit you with that. This is Meepsterpedia. 
If you don't know who Missy Misdemeanor Elliot is, you're living under a rock. <laughs> she's a rapper, songwriter, producer, and visual artist. You she know, slices, she dices, she does it all. Yeah, she does everything. This beautiful woman came into existence in Portsmouth, Virginia on July 1st, 1971. She is a Cancer for all you astrology fans out there. Astro. Missy Elliott is easily known as the most iconic and influential female rapper in the history of hip-hop. You may know her from her songs, Work It. It's your friend, it's a friend, yeah, through them. Get Your Freak On. I don't, I don't know that one. Psych! And Lose Control. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Come on now. Missy was the epitome of innovation in the hip-hop scene, as known as her hella creative music videos and ability to encapsulate womanhood. That's Missy. Hey, I have a question. And I have an answer. Do you know where and how Missy Elliott got her nickname Misdemeanor? No, but I know somebody has an answer. <laughs> I have an answer. You have an answer. Go ahead, tell me that answer, girl. <laughs> she got it from a producer named Magoo. Oh, oh, I love Magoo. Yeah, he and he said, "quotes Her ability to write and rap and produce is almost like a crime." End quote. Yeah, I see. It's been bars. Bars. Yeah, candy store stuff. Candy stores have bars of chocolate. They, they have, have gummy bears. Yeah, but besides prison, they probably have the most bars. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here every day on Sunday. That's not actually when we come out with days. We don't know. Not yet. But y'all know. Y'all will know someday, eventually. But for now, you know. What was okay. the first music video that you saw from Missy Elliott? You know, the first music video I saw from Missy Elliott, I think is gonna have to be She's a Bitch. Ooh. Yeah, it's either that one or the one where she's like, against my window, I can't stand the rain. Super duper fly. Super duper fly, because I definitely remember both those outfits. Those outfits are super iconic. Actually... Actually, little, little trivia for you. Ooh, fun. Uh, the outfit that she's wearing in She's a Bitch. Is that even the name of the song? Yeah, She's oh. a Bitch. Yeah. I just feel weird saying She's a Bitch. I yeah. Mean, Missy's not a bitch, but the but music video is called think of like she's dogs if you want to, if it makes You're it right. easier I have for a female you. dog called Taekwondo. I'll just think that I'm talking about my dog. Good idea. She's a dog uh, named Taekwondo. Anyways, in that video, she's, like, wearing the the vest from, the tactical vest from Blade. Look oh. At it. Go back. Flip that thing, reverse it. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Has her head bald, shaved. Looks like a cue ball. I love it. Man, I can't so even imagine how, how long it took to do that. You know, I really want to know if she shaved her head or if she's just wearing a bald cap and it's just a really good bald cap. Oh, you know, in that music video, sorry to like cut you off. No, you didn't cut me off. There was a pause. Okay. So in that music video, (laughs) they are dancing like in the water Mm -hmm. and it's like raining, right? And she's a bitch. No. Wait, isn't she? Yeah. Is this that one? Yeah, Yeah. you're right. I thought that was um, against my window. You're right. It is she a bitch. Yeah. And so 
during that water scene where like they're all dancing, mm-hmm. that's actually dance like on top of water. They like built a stage on top of water and then they filmed it like that to capture like the essence of like the waves or something like that. So like when people look at Missy Elliott's music videos, like they are just so futuristic that the way that she makes it is like ahead of its time. Yeah, it's like ahead of its time. It's like um, there's so much effort that's put into it and she spends so much money on it. But, you know, to her, it's like worth it. You know, I, I will say for me, it's worth it, too. Even even in being able to see a lot of the things that she brings to the to the forefront, you know, we consume a lot of media as a culture. And when I say we, I, I really mean like the United States in general, we consume a lot of media. And so a lot of the things that we see gives us opportunity. It can be a gateway to to the outer world for a lot of people. And growing up, a lot of the things that I would see Missy convey in her music videos, whether it's just full-on dope-ass choreography or the representation of a female rapper who might not fit all the social norms of other female rappers. Because usually you either got, you're like either like, I might be a guy as a female rapper or you know I sling a hundred dicks like one of the two there's no in between and Missy Elliott actually was a middle ground she yeah she really represented individuality Mm -hmm. I I feel like she was really good at being like hey I'm a woman and that's more than just me being able to please a man or me rapping about how I can beat you up like I'm gonna rap about everything whatever I want yeah yeah she was she was definitely different, but she was herself. Yeah. And that's what I really admired about her when I was, you know, looking up all her, like, backstory and her um, journey through mm-hmm. the music industry. And I just admire how she just wasn't afraid to be herself. Mm-hmm. And that inspires. A lot of times, us just being us can inspire other people. So I feel Missy Elliott's willingness to show who she is, whether it's her feminine side, you know what I mean, her masculine side, just all aspects of her creativity and artistry, whether it's her lyrics or her visual representation of that, really is a beacon that you can like hold on to and say, no, it's okay to be me and showcase that because I'm inspiring. Well, you know, I think Missy Elliott... You know, she didn't think she was inspiring, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah, probably um, But, you know, I don't think your goal is to be inspiring. I think people who are just themselves are inspiring enough. And, um, yeah, I want to bring up, like, an example of um, Missy Elliott. And she... In the beginning of her career, she was in this girl group called Fazy, Ooh, yeah. and they joined up with Jodeci. <laughs> Jodeci. They were yeah. they were like the female Jodeci, and why is that funny? Ah, uh, just earlier conversations about Jodeci. At one point in time, uh, Meepster didn't know who they were, <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, Jodeci." Uh, is that a male group? Is is that one person? Is it like, a religious cult? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, girl, this is it's a male 
American R&B quartet group. (laughs) Yeah, so the group, but mostly Missy, wrote this song called What Are Little Girls Made Of by Raven Simone. Mm -hmm. And so they were going to film the music video for it, but she wasn't allowed to be in the music video because of her size. Wow. That sucks, right? Yeah. And so after that and like other matters that happened with Jodeci, she was like, fuck this. I'm going to start my own career. You go, girl. Yeah. And so luckily her and Timbaland met and they just started making music, you know, out of whatever they can find. Usually, I apparently just Timbaland's mouth because that man, most of his beats are beatboxing and I love it. I stand for it. No, yeah. I'm sitting down. She, she's said in interviews that, like, they literally make sounds of whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so, man, time is back then. <laughs> Yo. And so, um, yeah, she met up with Timbaland. They made a bunch of music. And, you know, after this thing that happened with Jodeci, she actually felt a little bit discouraged because, you know, maybe she was just like, what if I'm just... Maybe I'll just, like, write and produce. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, what if, you know, I can't, like, rap or not good enough to, like, rap. And then, um, you know, luckily for her, when she was with Jodeci, they had a song with Puff Daddy, I believe. Yeah. Or they met Puff Daddy and, um... Jodeci has... Just continue. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll have a whole other episode on Jodeci. Okay. You can do that one. (laughs) I I will. Ooh, yeah. So, she met up with... So, fast forward to her solo career. She meets up with Puff Daddy, and Puff Daddy was like, Yo, don't you rap? And she was like, Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, Yo, I got a song for you. And then she was like, cool. And then she was like really nervous, like trying to like record it because it's like Puff Daddy. Yeah. And then. Diddy's big. And then after that, everybody was like, damn, who's this girl? And so people like, you know, Mary J. Blige, um, Janet Jackson, Mariah Carey started like hitting her up and was like, yo, I want you to to produce my music or I want you to rap in my songs and so that's basically where her career started that is pretty cool you know that that speaks to staying true to yourself and sometimes it does take an outside voice to speak to you in terms of like that confidence to really take that next step mm-hmm. man sometimes I can't stand Puff Daddy P. Diddy Sean Combs Sean Diddy Combs like but his influence in the music career, oh man, this dude's everywhere. Who else have you influenced? Uh, influence or just assisted? Assisted. The whole Junior Mafia, technically, because, you know, he started Bad Boys. Oh. Yeah, Mace. That's obviously right. Biggie. Biggie's wife, I forget her name right now. It's so sad because I love her music, too. I never knew there was Faith Evans. There we go. Psst. Love like this before. I'm proud of you. You know, I sing often, so we're probably going to lose three of those five fans right there today. <laughs> like, hey, man, he's singing again. But yeah, that's, that really does speak to the ability to continue forward in terms of, like, just persevering. So much of life is persevering, and it's 
it's crazy. You never know what you're going to see on that other side of the fence. Sometimes, you know, the grass isn't greener. you got to water it. That's true. I agree with that. Um, one thing that I noticed from her music videos, actually, is that there's, like, a lot of kids in there, and I think that's so cool. Because <laughs> Missy loves the kids. Wait, what does that mean? Missy loves the kids? You know, it's a, it's a local colloquialism. Colloquialism? Col- I'm not even going to pretend like I, I'm going to be able to say that without reading it. Uh, I usually do say it pretty often. Colloquialism. 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 It's like an idiom. Yeah. Anyways, so basically, Missy Love the Kids, aka Trick Love the Kids, is just like, you know, when you have somebody running for a political office and they'll, they'll go out and they'll kiss the kids on the foreheads to show that they have love for family values and the family structure. It's kind of like saying that, that somebody also loves those same values. Yeah, Missy Love the Kids, Trick Love the Kids. It kind of comes from Trick Daddy's in one of his songs. I'm pretty sure, not a hundred percent, but I'm as sure as I'll be. Okay. So it's nothing like weird, like. No, nah, no. Nah, nah, okay. Nah, 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 nah. It's it's literally just saying like you about you about your community, you're about the kids, you're about the family structure. Oh, cool. You give back That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, and so. Yeah, there's a lot of kids, especially Allison Stoner. So going back to Allison Stoner, I actually have another question for you. <laughs> I love her last name. <laughs> um, so when I was looking, I was watching Allison Stoner's um, Missy tribute. Ooh, nice. On YouTube, which looks really cool, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a person that commented, and he was like, "Allison Stoner was invited to the cookout." What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, a cookout is a term that we've been using. You know, I don't... I guess it's a meme. It's a meme basically stating that people of other ethnicity outside of potentially black people, sometimes Latino, but usually black people, um, they're invited to hang out with black people. Like, you know, the black delegation would like to say, y'all are okay. Mm-hmm. So that's basically, it's like us giving you a black card now. That doesn't mean you can say the N-word. <laughs> It, it literally just means you guys He's have He's serious. Flavor. He is very serious. Yeah. That, that means you can use seasoning on your chicken, and you probably already do. So if you invite it to the cookout, it's a badge of honor. If you're in Cub Scouts, you put it on a meal. I was invited to a sash. cookout. The food was delicious. Thanks, Darrell's dad. You're welcome. <laughs> Wherever you are, dad, quarantined up with your boo. Thank you for always being a great barbecue cook. A griller. But yeah, you know, um, another thing I wanted to say in terms of Missy Elliott is... I, I touched on this a good amount of times in terms of representation because, once again, she... Not everybody that has talent is going to be able to be on a platform to be able to showcase that talent. And then... At the same time, not a lot of people, once they do have that platform, can carry themselves uh, with humility or in a way that really... In a respectful way. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's a lot of reasons people make it. It's not always about other people. It's going to be about, I have to survive. I want to do this. I want to do that. Usually, the I is there. Yeah. But 
some people take those opportunities when they do make it, when they do have a platform, whether it's fame or just monetary based, they take those opportunities to really shine and showcase who they are in terms of being able to give back to places less fortunate or give back in just literally showing their examples consistently through their works. So I feel Missy has always been one humble and then two, she's always been one of those people who's given back to the community, whether it's just including people in her music videos or with the money that she has literally investing in. Yeah. I, yes. Humility goes a long way. And that's what I really appreciate about her. And like, even with all that humbleness, she knows how to be confident Mm -hmm. without being an asshole. Yes. (laughs) Without being an asshole, even though like, you know, in her songs, like, if you've never heard Missy Elliott, but then you'll, like, hear her rap, it's somewhat, um... Braggadocious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, someone might be, be, like, confused about that. I know I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but, you know, she, I see it as her, like, you know, spitting out confidence. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about it is, like, that's, that's the roots of rap. A lot of it came from bragging about what you have or what you wish you did have things of that nature and it was a game to just talk about your surroundings and then it's transferred to like literally this is this is my art because what is art it's talking about your surroundings whether you're painting it or using it verbally it's an expression of how you see the world and i love the way missy elliott expresses herself because it's your friend you know she also kind of redefined what sexy looks like especially during her time because you know there was rappers like little kim and mm-hmm. um who make a whole coke bottle disappear yeah for sure. like foxy brown who are really like skinny mm-hmm. and you know not saying that it's bad to be skinny um but it was like they would be in a picture and it's just like missy and like her size was like significantly different but yet she still had like the confidence of like a person who still valued the same as like those top artists yeah like if if you see the way especially in the 90s the way the music industry was yeah almost all female artists in the 90s slash like late 90s they were trying to make them look like man people you may never be able to obtain in terms of, like, a romantic relationship when it comes to what sexy is. Whereas Missy Elliott came in here looking like your aunt. She came in here... (laughs) (laughs) Like, like her body type was the type that, family-wise, you're probably familiar with. So hearing stuff like, oh, before he comes, I need to shave my cho-cha, is like, whoa, okay, I'm I'm digging this confidence, you know? Maybe maybe we are more than the sum of our parts, and... You exude that, so thank you. Thank you. Yeah, like, even in her music videos, the way she dances or the way she, like, oh, raps. she always dances. She throws down, man. Yeah, she she has a very, like, sexy appeal without being, like, super, um, what's that called? Overtly sexual? Super, like, sensual, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I like, can see that. Um, You're not going to get a Kelly Rowland, like, featuring Lil Wayne. Motivation, that's the song. Yeah, like, she has her own, like, dance style mm-hmm. that's both, like, sexy and cool, if that makes sense. It does, it does. Yeah. And even speaking on her dancing and music videos, it's important 
that you look at stuff like that because there's so much in dance. Dance is like culturally impactful. Yeah. There's moments where I literally learned some of my dances from watching Michael Jackson, you know what I mean? Do the robot and the stuff moon like man? that. No, the the moonwalk. The moonwalk. <laughs> well, it's okay because the moonwalk originally wasn't called the moonwalk. Another Snapple fact. Look under a Snapple cap. Michael Jackson stole the moonwalk. He created the robot. Ooh. But he stole the moonwalk. He didn't. It's not even called the moonwalk. It was called something else. When you think about the moonwalk, what what would you, what comes to mind when somebody walks on the moon? Like slow motion. Yeah, going forward. You don't think like bounce. You don't yeah. think somebody sliding backwards. It was called like a slide or something before then. He was driving around. Michael be sliding. He saw kids be boxing or be boying and things of that way. nature. <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, I like that move. I got a song coming out." Billie Jean, she's not my lover. I think what I'm gonna do is premiere this and then kill it. <laughs> and he did. That's that's what he did. Yeah. Uh, you know, Michael Jackson was also one of Missy Elliott's inspirations, inspirations as well as Little Rich. Little Richard? Yeah. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Both of them are very flamboyant. Uh, in terms of artistry, they were the type of artists that were like, yeah, I can make music. I can make you feel something with my words. Yeah. But now I'm going to take you on a visual ride. Because yeah. if you ever see Michael's music videos, those were rides. Those yeah. were entertainment. That's media, escapism. Same thing with Missy Elliott. She wants to transport you to another place that might take you away from your issues. Mm-hmm. And if there is something, if it's a song that's touching on your issues, she wants you to be able to like maybe creatively think of them, think of them in a new light. Mm-hmm. And for me, growing up, dance is so important because that's how I bonded with people around me. That's that was my uh, peacock strut. Like, ha, look at me, <laughs> I can dance. You, I can dance like Michael Jack, son. Uh, you know what I mean? I, that was my way of telling people I can give them satisfaction. Shout out Drake Ooh, and Slice. <laughs> so, so being able to see her showcase different dances from different areas and from places that I knew very well, especially like lose control Mm -hmm. there's a moment in there where um she does something called footwork and that's like from the south and i knew about that because of youtube shout out youtube but it it really was it allowed me to bond with people honestly like i have friends that i hate i'm only friends with them because we danced yeah battled each other yeah even like her dance mood move um like where she breaks what is that called pop lock yeah. That's my style. I think that's so cool. Like, because she does it, like, her own way. Mm-hmm. And ugh, her confidence, man. I just love it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, like, what I said before, I didn't listen to Missy Elliott when I was growing up. Like, mm-hmm. I knew of her. I saw her music videos. Mm-hmm. I think the first video I saw was, which one was it? I think it was Gossip Folks. Oh, that was shot at my high school. Yeah. It was Gossip Folks. And, like, I'm never going to forget like the colors in that music video because they were just like so vibrant and it was just like really cool um but what i was saying is like i knew i didn't really know of her i mean i didn't know of her but i i didn't really listen to her but i knew she was a badass i knew she like spit it out confidence i knew she was different from everybody else which was really inspiring and so yeah that's Missy. That's that's why she's important to the culture. She's important for so many different reasons. But yeah, like, she has a really big impact on you know music today as mm-hmm. well. Like, for example, 
okay, I don't listen to rap and hip hop a lot. Mm-hmm. I I like listen maybe like to Chance the Rapper. That's it. You took a chance on Chance. Yeah. Chance. Gotcha. <laughs> or Post Malone. I love Post Malone. Uh, we don't talk about Post Malone in rap because he doesn't consider himself a rapper. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I offended you. I don't think you offended anybody. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a Post Malone episode, too. Yes. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're saying how... Um, oh, 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 yeah. So it's funny because... Yeah, I don't really listen to rap, so whenever my roommates do, shout out to Z, Z Nasty, Z Nasty, and my friend Poetic Soul, they play a lot of hip hop music, and whenever there's a girl rapper that's rapping, I always ask, hey, is that Missy Elliott? <laughs> and just to let you know, she we once watched Sister Act, and as... <sighs> People are going to think I'm stupid. <laughs> And as Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> was flying through the air of sis- in Sister Act, she comes in and says, oh, it's Oprah. <laughs> and it took me all of three seconds to register that, wait, what? Like, I, for, for a cool minute, I looked at you like, yeah, that is Oprah. But then I was like, no. Because I, you know, spat, spat that confidence. It was, it, you said it so confidently. Like, I, I legitimately was just like, there's no way she just said the wrong name. This this is Oprah. In my head, that was Oprah now. Whoopi Goldberg became Oprah when she said that statement. And then I was like, no, she's not. The I blackness mean, in me couldn't allow me to get you. they're both very influential figures in the black community. In different ways and also in very different ways. Like, both of them are like, yeah, we help black people. But then, like, black people in Africa, not African American. Oh, Oh, man. That's a whole new other topic that Oprah's we can talk about. If she really wanted to help black people, she could help black people. In I wish I got a car for her. completely different way. <sighs> so anyways, um, yeah, so she made a really big impact on a lot of music today. Like, you know, I'll, like, mistaken Lizzo for Missy. But that's because Missy's Lizzo's, like, biggest inspiration. That's true. Actually, I didn't know that. I'm just agreeing. Lizzo's miss. I she has to be. I mean, I'm not saying it just because of. (laughs) I'm not saying it, other than just like her cadence, and the fact that. Well, she was there for her um, award. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lizzo's also very big, so it makes sense that Lizzo would be aware, would be there for that award show. Yeah. But in terms of like, was the songwriters. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, yeah. Uh, just in terms of Missy's influence and impact, legitimately, like I said, she was, she is an artist that you can see people who she's influenced by, but mm-hmm. she took that and it's like going to Jamba Juice. You get so yeah. many great vegetables and fruits by themselves, but when you blend it together, man, that white gummy shake is just... I have a funny story about that, but I'm not going to say it right now. We're just going to put gonna that branch out there and snap yeah. it and see if I, if it flies? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll put that Postmates and just postmark it. So, yeah. Anything else in terms of Missy Elliott that you really kind of want to touch on? or? Well, the one thing I really want to touch on, which, you know... I just love it when artists, like, show their vulnerability, especially when they come from, like, a troubled past. 
because it's really hard to, you know, tell the world, like, what your struggles are, you know, because at least for me, like, growing up, it's like whenever I talked about, like, my issues or, like, my struggles or, you know, why I'm feeling sad, like, my parents would always get mad at me and be like, you're not grateful, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I find it really inspiring for people. When they're vulnerable. Yeah, or, like, just be able to, like, just stand up and be like, oh, this is who I am. This is what happened to me. And Missy, you know, she came from a really, um, what's that called? She came from a really, like, troubled home like Mm -hmm. her she was an only child and she witnessed you know things a child shouldn't witness Mm -hmm. like um like abuse and trauma and you know um she was basically parentified Mm -hmm. you know she had to she felt like she needed to rescue her mom from Mm -hmm. you know the violence that was going on they were in poverty and so they're living in like a one bedroom or something like a really like poor like neighborhood and being able to like tell that to the world is just you know and not having any like and not being embarrassed about by it Mm -hmm. is just really like amazing and i really respect that and in an interview you know she said she was um her mom actually was in the interview and her mom said um yeah missy like you know told the world like our problems and i was like you know we shouldn't be telling the world about this like they don't need to know and then missy was like but mom we need to share it because that's part of our healing Mm -hmm. and you know we need to show everybody that we made it Mm-hmm. And I was just like, my heart, <laughs> you know, and so like, you know, that vulnerability, like, I feel like a lot of people, you know, may see vulnerability as a weakness, but a lot of times I do see it as a strength. It really depends on how you portray it and how you use it. And, you know, Missy is really good at portraying like the words that she says mm-hmm. into like humbleness or into like respect Mm -hmm. or into you know it's not all about me like kind of vibe Mm -hmm. like in one of her interviews someone asked like what would you tell a person if they're like starting up and then um like in the music industry and then she was like you're not going to be hot forever you might be hot for a minute but then it fizzles out eventually yeah and so, you know, if you, you know, still making music and, you know, become hot again, then cool, but you're not going to be hot forever. And I was just true. like, that's so, like, true. That's, you just said that. <laughs> true. True. C- colors. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah. Okay. Humility. So, she really does just show humility in her actions and her words. And even coming from an impoverished, like, background, which does seem to be a lot of the cases for a lot of people with platforms and being vulnerable enough to say, hey, yeah, 
it wasn't ideal growing up. This is actually kind of what gave me some inspiration for some of my music. Yeah, this music is... was definitely her outlet because, yeah. you know, she she was an only child. She was in her room, and she just played those tracks and started rapping. Yeah. And that was the way she coped with things. That's, that's why the saying goes, uh, the hottest fires forge the best steel, just because going through something... Besides the fact that you're just going through it, like, mm-hmm. obviously that's not the destination. Usually forces you to come out the out the other side stronger in some type yeah. of way. Hopefully, if you decide that you want to take a lesson from anything that you go through, then you'll always grow from that encounter, whether it's problematic or just life in general. Yeah. But if you don't, then you're going to consistently see the same type of things. Yeah, see like, the same prevailing in your life. Yeah same behaviors yeah like mental health is so important today but it's like also most disregarded (laughs) (laughs) but i will say i feel there has been a shift in terms of our generation maybe the generation below just because everybody knows that man we are screwed up everybody came out the (laughs) 90s grew up and was just like why am i still with my parents <laughs> so why do I why do I act this way? Exactly. Oh, it's because my parents hit me. I got oh, it. What trauma bonding? <laughs> this is crazy. But yeah, you know, like you know, depression, anxiety is a real thing, and it's something that everybody faces, mm-hmm. and not a lot of people recognize it, or you know, they keep it hidden and internally struggle with it. You know, that's why a lot of people kind of like explode in, out of nowhere. Yeah, it's not a conversation or an open dialogue because it's hard yeah. to talk about your feelings. And then, even then, like, personally speaking, I love talking. I can talk about anything. I can talk about your feelings. I can talk about my feelings. But I do have problems every once in a while when I'm in those feelings, understanding that those are the feelings that I'm supposed to have or that it's okay to have certain feelings. Yeah, So, with frustrations, I don't get as mad as often as I do because I think that is that I'm a patient person but it is really that I can't conceptualize that I'm angry in that moment because I wasn't supposed to get angry as a child because children don't have rights yeah like every (laughs) every memory every emotion everything you witness is all connected and so also to clarify when I said children don't have rights I mean in the eyes of their parents they don't have they don't have rights like their parents can be like well hug your aunt I don't want to have my you gonna hug your aunt because that's your aunt it's like it's cool if they don't want to hug your aunt, yeah. you know what I mean? Just speaking in general. No, yeah, I get it. Like, for me, culturally, um, it was... My parents use fear as a way for me to respect them. Mm-hmm. And culturally, that's, like, a thing that, you know, they do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, living in America, it was really confusing having to witness, like... But, you know, why does their mom act like that towards them, but my mm-hmm. mom acts like this? Comparison, yeah. yeah. and so... Vulnerability. It's important. It is. It, it really is. And it's like, you know, if you do have depression anxiety, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you at all. For, for example, in terms of, like, I wouldn't say depression, but to get on track in terms of uh, vulnerability with Missy Elliott her platform showcased consistently through her music videos that there was a glimmer of nerd in her. Like, at Mm -hmm. one point in time, she had a music video where she basically was proto-man and her compatriot was, like, the other red one. Um, It's proto-man and zero. There we go. 
And I'm just thinking this as a kid, like, man, here's Is this... Is Proto Man the Mega Man? Proto Man and Zero are both in Mega Man, yeah. Oh, okay. They're part of that franchise, the video okay. game franchise, called Rockman in Japan. Cool. I think because... She also plays DDR in um, Chingaling, the music video Chingaling. You see, like, the little boxes, too. Oh, yeah. speaking of DDR, uh, Fruitsville Shuffle, or whatever that thing's called, by Little Uzi, Little Yachty. One oh, of you're littles. talking about a recent song. A recent song, okay. yeah. One of the littles has like, a song. Hey, and like it's Captain Jack? <laughs> has a song, and it's basically just DDR dancing. It's nice. Like, called the shuffle. But you can't tell. You you can tell. It's even, oh. even the beat itself is a DDR beat, but I don't know if enough people play DDR anymore yeah. to know that that's, like, what he's doing. Dude, I love DDR. I would use that to exercise. I had the little PS2 flat uh, foam DDR thing. Oh, I had the metal It one. never worked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we got it from. It must have been a garage sale, but it was. I got it for the PS2 when like the PS3 came out. Um, there's one thing I wanted to mention mm-hmm. before, and it's about like the dancers in her music videos. Oh yeah. And. I think it's really cool because she has really great choreography, but it's not super technical. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because it's it's better for, like, each dancer to, like, individually express themselves rather than kind of being robotic. Mm-hmm. And I really, like, thought that was really cool because, you know, watching America's Best Dance Crew growing up, it was really robotic. Like, it was really important to be in sync. Oh, okay. As I, like, just remembering, like, you know, so a real crew. <laughs> yeah. So everything. So I get it. I get it. Um, a lot of times, as I was saying earlier with Missy, is a lot of the dances themselves are coming from like the hood. They're coming from yeah from places that before YouTube you wouldn't actually see these videos or these dances unless you were watching the music videos. Mm-hmm. Whereas obviously now all these kids are learning the videos from YouTube and TikTok. Not even YouTube anymore. I'm sure it's just TikTok. And if you're learning it from YouTube, you're watching a compilation of TikTok videos so that you can learn those dance moves. We just had Darren's dance group back in the day. One, yes. two, three. Bye, bye, bye. But bye, bye, bye. Miss, Missy's... Or um, that one song, To the Left. Take it back now, y'all. The cha-cha slide? <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyways. <laughs> Missy, Missy's ability like she she knew she had a platform that's that's something she's very aware that her fame isn't something that is just for her yeah. but it's also for her community and in being her able family. to allow yeah being able to allow the her dancers that creativity in the choreography so that they can still showcase their abilities as dancers is mm, mwah, chef's yeah. kiss yeah, she actually dedicated her Vanguard Award, mm. her MTV Michael Jackson Vanguard Award, to her dancers. Oh, nice. And we love, I love her another dancers. reason why Missy Elliott's so humble. Because Missy loves the kids. Yes. And she always shouts out Timbaland. She always shouts out... I shout out Timbaland, and I've never worked with that man, like, just randomly. <laughs> but yeah, he's been, like, her producer for 20 years. That's crazy. Yeah, he's amazing. And, oh, another cool thing is that, so she's friends with, like, you know, Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. Timbaland, mm-hmm. um, 
before it was Aaliyah, rest in peace. Mm. Um, and all these, like, you know, Tweet. celebrities. Yeah. yeah. What was the line? I didn't even tweet before it. I, I made, made songs, songs for tweet, tweet before you can even tweet. tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> That's actually the name of the song, Throwback. Yeah, it's part of her Iconology album. Yeah, it's good. Go listen Fuego. to it. The whole, all the music videos that she's been coming out with have just been... I think it's supposed to be her music videos for Iconology. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be, like, related to the... Um, not related, but they're supposed to go together. Like, yeah, you're all of them. Supposed to watch them in sequence. Yeah, all of them do make a story. She's coming out with another one, or she might have. I think she already. just did. Yeah. Um, I forgot the song though. I haven't, I haven't heard it yet either. I, you know, I've been quarantining, watching all of Netflix, but I haven't been on my phone, so I need to go to YouTube a little bit, learn some more dances. This six-year-old niece of mine is kicking my butt out here with this "Check It Out West" challenge. Check it out, West. Uh. Actually, the Renegade is the one that's kicking my butt. I think it's over, so I don't have to learn that dance. But if it does resurface, I just want to be prepared. Prepared? Prepared. <laughs> There's a reason I said it like that. It's funny because she's trying to teach me the dances too. Like, she doesn't even ask me. She's just like, okay, do this. And I'm like, okay. And she was like, good. And I was like, no. <laughs> or just, just so y'all know. Six-year-olds are ruthless. They'll destroy your confidence. I know I'm a good dancer, but there's moments where I'm dancing and she looks at me like, what is this old person dance that makes me want to go under my covers and just give up? Just just say, it's okay. Your time was, was then. It's over now. The <laughs> 90s are over. The early 2000s are over. We're in the roaring 20s. This is their time now. But hey, like Missy, we still love the kids. We still love the kids. That was a good transition. And you know what? That would be a great transition to a, that's it. This is Mike Superstore Show. <laughs> Wait, I want to do like trivia questions. Okay. So, we got one more thing for y'all. So, I'm going to, I want to ask Poetic Soul some cool questions. So, we don't have one more thing for y'all. We have one more thing for me. Oh, <laughs> so, I wanted to do a little Missy Elliott trivia. True or false? Okay. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's see. Okay. I don't know any of these questions, by the way. Number one. Mm-hmm. Missy Elliott had three siblings. True or false? You know, she a cancer. She probably got three siblings. True. She probably got Dude, more. Dude, we just talked she about this. She probably got this. more siblings. I wasn't listening to you, girl. <laughs> I was listening to me. It's my podcast, too. No, she was an only child. And she said that her ideas um, for her music videos mostly came from being isolated in her room. Exactly. I wanted you guys to hear that answer. Because if I would have just said, no, that was false, then we would have moved on to the next one. No, I still would have said it. But hearing the example of my partner in crime not be my partner in crime and snitch on me like (laughs) Takashi69 right now, I don't know. I got trust issues. That's how I do. (laughs) (laughs) What's the next question? Number two, mm-hmm. Missy Elliott has her own record label. True or false? True. Yes, her record label is called Gold Link. Nope. <laughs> See, you wrote these questions. You don't even know the right answers. Get out of here. Goldmine. I'm sorry. Goldmine. Goldmine Inc. Goldmine. And it was from the help of Sylvia Rhodes. Okay. And her record label was distributed by Electra Entertainment Group, but now it's distributed by Atlantic Records. It's probably a better deal, money-wise. Yeah, but 
So Miss Sylvia Rhodes, she so, so she found Missy Elliott and she really realized like how talented she was and she just straight up was like I want to make you a star yes I want <laughs> I want you to have your own record label okay. and then but the only catch is you need to make a record for yourself because she was making re- records for, for everybody, everybody else. and she wasn't making any for herself okay I like that confidence you yeah. know they say it's who you know but sometimes the who you know has to be somebody that just believes in you it all starts with that one fan. And when it's hot in here, you just need one fan because, man, it's hot. Yes. The only fans that I have is going to be on OnlyFans. Drink some water, guys. <laughs> Starting uh, the Only Plants page, you guys. Los Angeles, be in the 90s this entire week. Yeah, keeping it 100. And I'm like, yo, you don't have to. We, we know you real, Kelly. What's the next question? Is there Number one more? three, last yes, one. you can do it. I believe in you. Missy Elliott never released a song she didn't like. True or false? You know, Missy Elliott never released a song she didn't like. She did not like. I would hope that Missy Elliott has never released a song she did not like. Seeing that she owns her own record label. But... It's still a record label, and I feel like there's plenty of artists who are like, I never want to see that ever again in my life. I'll say it's true. It's false. I'll say it's false. <laughs> <laughs> it's false. Actually, um, she didn't like Gossip Folks. She didn't like the song Gossip Folks. What? Yeah, and Timbaland was like, no, you gotta do it. Like, this is a good song. This Wait, is gonna did make she not it. like the song as in, like, she didn't like the beat? Like, she heard done. Dun, dun, she dun, just dun, thought it was like whack or something. It was like her least favorite song. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna give you some trivia on Gossip Folk. Gossip Folk came out in what 2004, 2003, either somewhere way, around that. I yeah. think it's I think it was 2003 summer, and mm-hmm. it was filmed at my music video at my music video. Wow, it was filmed at my high school, as I said earlier, before I went to that high school. So I'm looking at it like, man, this school is so vibrant. It looks so cool, and my dad's like, hey. You're about to go to that school next year. I was like, okay, cool. What makes this so dope is the sample that they use, which is Izzo, Kizzo, Hizzo. Y'all say what's up? It's called... Gizzo, um, Gizzo. Yeah, it's called... Gizzo, Gizzo. Yeah, it's called Double Speak. There you go. But the song that that's from... Double Speak is also something from American... African-American vernacular English. But he just be stealing like Michael Jackson. What? That wasn't stealing. That's, <laughs> that's African American vernacular. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways, that song is a sample from a song that my dad used to play when I was a little kid. So I've been listening to like that song in some way since a child, and now I have my own version of it, which was Gossip Folk. So it hurts to hear that Missy Elliott didn't like that song because I that's my favorite Missy Elliott song. I'll link, I'll link you the you, the interview that it's okay don't meet your heroes it's probably from don't Mike's meet way. your heroes cause they're not real heroes you're your own be your own hero and be my own Miss Elliot well I hope you enjoyed our podcast that was it thank you one of one thank you for listening and thank you for supporting us if we went on a bit of a tangent sorry but you know that's how we roll this is how conversations work and a it's cool that she this, said that because I'm a, 
a little bit of that. Erase that you know, part. sometimes we go like sideways, but then you know, eventually we got straight to the point. <laughs> Anyways, that was episode one of one, you guys. Hope you enjoyed it. You know, like, swipe up to subscribe. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week. Tune in for our Did You Know episode. We're having a Did You Know episode. Yeah, that's what we agreed on. Remember, it was like, I would you would say a Did You Know, and I'd be like, no. And then you're like, la 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 la, Snapple Facts. Okay. Yeah. We just Never sign that. your guys' name in red ink. <laughs>